1: so i went down there with a, another college friend and we're and he goes oh what do you go do some uh, calls let's see what we get so we probably did for about 15 20 minutes and we heard a couple howls there is something here and he goes all right hit it again we hear this blood-curdling howl come out of nowhere we're going what was that? He just looked at me and he goes, I don't want to know what this is. Let's just get out of here. I caught this creature of the side of my eye. Black fuzzy thing, red eyes, just keeping up with my car. And I look back in the rearview mirror and there's a scraping muscular creature standing up.
0: This is the Cryptid Creatures podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host Ty. What's up, buddy?
2: Hey, man. I am sitting here getting ready for a good show today. We got a couple guests we're bringing on uh, to talk about yeah, different things today. Double whammy. Yeah. So, how you been, man?
0: Uh, sick. No, man, not COVID. I've been a though. Of the weather for about the last week and a half. No, no, not COVID. Not COVID. COVID. I even took the test.
2: Just a normal cold, right?
0: Good old fashioned sick. They still know? exist, don't they? they do they do and i'm proof i just had it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so much stuff going around uh you know and the snow is coming down still and it's still cold up here in northern indiana but it is so we'll get through it we'll muster through it and then uh when the spring arrives you and me are going squatching damn right gonna head up to michigan and check out some stuff do some videos for these guys
0: up of michigan maybe down in southern indiana kentucky oh
2: yeah wherever we yep. can go wherever yep. we can go so um, absolutely so tonight's guest, uh, we have Seth coming on. Seth was a guest uh, not too long ago. Not too uh, long ago, no. On another double episode that we had talking about um, some Bigfoot stuff when he was a kid. And he had also mentioned that he's got some more paranormal stuff and other things going on. Um, maybe even a dogman encounter kind of thing. So we're going to bring back on. Yeah, him I can't wait to hear that. Me too. Yeah. Bring him back on, talk about those things. And then we're also yeah. going to have um, Melissa come on. Melissa lives Melissa. in Northern California, really close to Bluff Creek.
0: Yeah, not far. Where the yeah.
2: Patterson film was. was, was yep,
0: been. I checked that map. It wasn't. That's not far at all.
2: And I guess she just moved in there recently and has had some activity going on. So she's going to talk about that a little bit. I think we got some pictures we can throw out there uh, with this episode that people can go to our group page and check out too, if I'm not mistaken. So
0: yes, we will have them. Yep. So we'll see what, what's going on there. So. Let's yep.
2: not waste any more time, or our listeners' time, Brian. Let's bring them on. Are you ready? That's right. Oh, yeah. Let's get them. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Seth, thanks for coming on. What's been going on down there? I know you had sent me some pictures a while back, of some weird stuff.
1: Um, I was, when I sent you that picture, I was actually in um, Owensboro, Kentucky, with uh, my wife and my child as we were visiting my uh, parents for Christmas. Okay. And we were visiting... Uh, Seeing the lights on the bridge, and I happened to look up and wanted to catch some pictures, and because I knew that one spot was a hot paranormal gotcha. spot, so I was just kind of curious on what I could catch, and I'll get more into that later because hey, there's got- a because there's a backstory on that one. Okay,
2: you know, you had mentioned other things that you had you had seen or encountered or had some kind of weird um interaction with. Why don't you go ahead and jump into some of your stories and some of the other things that, that you got going on and tell us about that?
1: Okay, so. Yeah. The first paranormal experience I ever encountered was at uh, my alma mater in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky, Kentucky Westland College. <sighs> uh, I don't know if this is dumb or what, but we had one Halloween uh, party thing for the college. We brought in a paranormal uh, investigator, and there was several of us in this class, probably about 20 or 30 of us. And we just went around through the school uh, in one of the buildings, and the one part that we ended up in uh, that I had my encounter was in the basement. So a lot of people, you can understand there's a lot of people that, that don't understand paranormal stuff or make a mockery of it. and they start cracking jokes. And I decided to go off into a couple of other rooms away from One, and do my own EVP session. And I heard someone off in the background say, well, were you a student here or did you go here? And I think it was like about 20, 30 seconds after I got her that question, I went back and listened to the recording and I'm getting goosebumps just saying this, but I heard this loud screech, almost like a scream come over my phone. I was on my knees, going, "Oh my god!" And the paranormal investigator came and goes. What'd you catch? And I let him listen to it. He goes, "Did anyone say anything? Did anyone make any kind of noise?" And they go, "No, they didn't." So that was (laughs) the first one. Uh, The second one I had was at the place where I actually took that picture uh, and send it to you. But I actually was doing security there. For a Christian concert, I was told to go check the upper balconies to make sure no one had gone up there. And as soon as I went up there, I saw this guy in this top hat. And I heard stories about it, and I just kind of threw it out. And I'm going, okay, whatever. And so I went up as what security done. And I go, sir, I said, you need to leave. Never moved. Never looked at me, just stationary. So I'm sitting there going, all right, the guy's probably bigger than me. I'm going to go get some help. So I went down, got one of the main guys. I said, there's someone up there. I don't know who it is. I said, I need your help. So he he goes up there with me, and he goes, and as soon as we get back up to that spot, he's gone. And that was the only first time I ever saw him. And then after I took that picture, I zoomed in, and it was the exact same figure. That I had seen when I had done security. I was sitting there going, "This is too freaking creepy." Yeah. So,
2: a lot of people talk about the dark, tall figure with a hat that they see a lot. Is that kind of what that reminded you of? Yeah, that is. Uh, no, that's exactly
1: what it was. No wow.
2: distinguished um, features, really. Just kind of a, a shape, was it, so mm-hmm. to speak? You couldn't really see a face, maybe. No. Uh, yeah, I've heard that before. Definitely heard of of yeah. that. Of that um, Ghost or, or, um, apparition. apparition, apparition. That's yeah. what I'm looking for.
1: But yeah, it's just, I mean, and then just through the years, I mean, finishing up my uh, senior year in college, uh, I was doing a thesis paper. This is going into one of the other encounters I told you about was, of course, you've heard of the dog, the Kentucky dog, man, or Kentucky wolf, oh, man, yeah. whatever you call it, um, or the creature of the land between the lakes. Yep. So my moronic butt decided to go upon some rumors that I heard that they have released some wolves back into Kentucky and to a natural, not reservation, but... Um, refuge? Refuge, thank you. So I went down there with uh, another college friend, and we're checking it out. And he goes, oh, what do you go do some uh, wolf calls? Let's see what we get. I'm going, all right, fine. So, we probably did for about 15, 20 minutes, and we heard a couple howls. We went, okay, well, there is something here. And we waited for probably about 15 minutes more. And he goes, All right, hit it again. Pure silence. There was nothing. And we were about ready to get out of there, and we hear this blood curdling howl come out of nowhere. We're going, what was that? And he goes, he just looked at me and he goes, I don't want to know what this is. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. So I drive out and, of course, it's kind of like a dirt road. So I'm not, wasn't really familiar, but I just wanted to go slow. And mm-hmm. he looked over his back and he goes, dude, you got to go faster. I go, why? He goes, trust me. He said, just gun it. And as soon as I started going faster, I caught this creature on the side of my eye black fuzzy thing, red eyes, just keeping up in my car. Finally get to the end and I look back in the rearview mirror and there's a scraping muscular creature standing up going, that's why he's white as a sheet. That's another creature to add to the books. And then um, about a year or two later, I was actually doing security for a group there in Owensboro at the riverfront, uh, at the riverport area, and I was out... Securing some locks and I see this great big cat-like creature walking down these old railroad tracks. I'm sitting there going, "Ah, it's got to be a coyote or a cat, a house cat or something. I turn the higher beams on in that, on the company truck and the thing just froze. Like it knew it had been caught and turned around solid black creature. Red glowing eyes. He looked at me. Oh, this isn't good. And come to find out many months later, when the show of uh, Mountain Monsters comes on, I'm sitting there trying to visualize going, all right, it's a big panther-like creature. Well, come to find out it was called the Wampus Beast.
2: Can you describe what you saw, Seth, with this thing?
1: All right. Um, Imagine a Great Dane mixed with a panther, but like half the size... Muscular type, long tail. And, all four, was it walking on all fours when you saw it? Oh yeah. I was just walking like a regular cat. It was just doing the muscle things and with its shoulders as it's walking. And mm-hmm. as soon as it turned around, I mean, it gave off this roar. Like they say, it sounded like a woman screaming. It almost sounded like a bobcat. That's what my first reaction was. I'm going, Oh, it's a bobcat. And, uh, It wasn't, because the eyes were so red. (laughs) How much do you think it weighed? Probably about, probably what a tiger usually weighs. Yeah,
2: as big as a tiger, you think?
1: Yeah, probably the same weight as a tiger, was my guess.
2: I've heard of people seeing, and I've actually seen one too, uh, black panther or larger black cats roaming around areas. And I think mostly it's because uh, people are getting them as pets, and they're getting loose, or people are having little petting farms, and they're getting loose, Mm -hmm. but... Sounds like what you saw.
1: That hmm. no, wasn't somebody's pet. Wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't pet. someone else's pet.
2: <laughs> so, well, let's back up a minute and talk about the the dogman creature, the you guys were playing the the sound for and then you heard a howl and you got out of there, but you said you saw something. Uh, was it out of the corner of your eye, you said? What did I you I saw see? something
1: out of the corner of my eye like on my driver's side just kind of keeping up with the car. And I just didn't pay that much close attention until after we got to the end. I just glanced up in the rear view mirror and there it was just standing on two legs.
2: Um, it was standing up. Yeah. But, but when it was running alongside the car,
1: was it, it on, was on, on all fours? Okay.
2: Did you get a good look at its face at all? Or, or,
1: or? It looked like a dog. Yeah. It looks like everything that they say, like what a werewolf looks like.
2: So werewolves are real, do you think? I believe so. Or whatever
1: the hell that was you saw was real. Sure. <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with it. Yeah. And where were you guys at when that happened? Yeah. Uh, we were at uh, an area close by, land between the lakes there oh, in yeah. Kentucky. Okay.
2: Have you ever gone back to that area or any or no.
1: anywhere else? You no. You don't have an interest to, I take it. No. <laughs> Once is enough. Yeah, well, yeah I wouldn't either. Right.
2: So what kind of area were you in when you saw this wampus cat?
1: It was um there were houses around I mean it was close by in a limit where barges come in to dock and uh truck drivers come in to drop off aluminum loads stuff like that plus it has like a huge amount of aluminum nitrate so uh it was just kind of like a high security hmm. type place so I mean yeah it was did it you, was weird seeing that there
2: did you tell anybody about it after you saw either one of these creatures
1: me and my buddy who saw the dog man just didn't say anything to anyone. We just kind of went about it and just went, we didn't see anything. We're putting this out of our memory. Um, I had texted a friend after I saw the plant Panther, and I'm like, I think I just saw Bagheera from the Jungle Book.
2: Uh, okay. And they,
1: just, and they just started cracking up. I said, no, dude, I said, I'm serious.
2: Do you think, I mean, were you concerned at all that maybe this thing could, you know, grab somebody's pet or... Even worse, grab a person? Uh, what, what do you think this thing was doing?
1: Hunting. Mean, because here's the thing. Uh, when my grandmother, my, fir- my mom first saw a paw print that she couldn't explain on her mom's farm in Muhlenberg County. And she sent me a picture. goes, I have no idea what this is. She measured it. And I took it to one of my professors at the college. I said, I need your help trying to identify this. So I said, my mom found it. She doesn't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I said, my first thought was a lynx. He goes, no, that ain't a lynx. He goes, I don't know what that is. So it wasn't until I originally saw the creature, and I went back and tried to find some prints of it, and there was nothing. So I don't know what it was.
2: Had you heard anything about any livestock or anything like that? Because no. slaughtered or missing in the area either? No. Yeah. So you've had some Bigfoot experience when you were younger, as we as we talked. You've had some ghost experiences. Right. You've seen a dog man. You've seen a wampus cat or a large panther like creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? What do you think that you've been so lucky? I guess if you want me to
1: use that lucky word. <laughs> or, or unlucky. unlucky. Uh, uh, uh,
2: why do you think you've been
1: that? that I guess because kind I've opened to myself to say, up to stuff, right? And. As I say, if you open yourself up, then you're more likely to encounter a lot of stuff. So, I don't know. They talk about... Right place, wrong time?
0: Yeah, they also say that if you've had near-death experiences or been close to death around it, then you're a little more sensitive.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. So, obviously, nothing scares you, I take it, at this point.
1: Oh, I I, I do get afraid. I, I will tell you, I've had one or two more paranormal experiences. Um, and it was when I was working in a hospital in Paducah. And the one that really freaked me out the most was cleaning a floor in one of the wings of the hospital. It was um, It wasn't occupied. So people would go down there, do some work on the computers, and the rooms are completely empty. So, I go up there, and I'm cleaning the floors, and I hear um, the phone start buzzing for our one the room alarms, for one the bed alarms, and I'm sitting there going, oh, it's a malfunction. So, I go in there, I call my person, I said, all right, how do you turn off this bed alarm? And they tell me how to do it, so I did it. I walked out, I start cleaning again, same room, and bed goes off, and I'm sitting there going... Uh, what? So I go back in there. I unplug the bed. Turn it off. That's to continue. About that time, I hear talking coming out of the intercom when I'm about ready to leave the room on the bed. And it's like little faint whispers. So I go to the uh, desk area where the people are working. I said, are you guys messing with me at all? I said, did you do any kind of talk or anything on there. And they said, no, we've been all working right here. I said, they go, why? I said, well, some whispers just came in a room on the bed that just keeps going off. And they said, oh, by the way, they said, yeah, a patient died in there many years ago. I'm going, why did you have to tell me that? (laughs) And so one of the uh, work people came up from our department, checked to see how I was doing. I was telling her what was going on about that time. Same room went off again so we both went down there there was nothing and about the time we walked mm-hmm. out, i saw a shadow figure walk from one room to the other and i looked at her i handed her the broom i said i am not doing this floor ever again yeah i'm out <laughs>
2: it seems like you get more shuck up about the uh paranormal stuff than you did the actual dog man or the the yeah. cat encounter yeah, oh yeah Something you can't really see with your own
1: eyes, so to speak, kind of freaks you out more than the other stuff. Oh, yeah. You can explain, you can see with your own eyes the creatures. But when it comes to the paranormal, you do not know. And then throughout the day, I, mean, I kept seeing shadow figures and one part or another. It's just like I'm going, oh, God. <laughs> right.
2: Let's go back to the Land of the Lakes area. You hear so many things going on down there between Bigfoot, Dogman, probably some, I'm guessing, some creatures in the water. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think about that area, that land of lakes, that um, so many things are going on that people are, are claiming to see stuff down there? you have any have any thought on that?
1: Oh, it's not only that they're claiming that they've seen stuff, but, I mean, if you read the reports, that I mean, several people have died in that area. And police have to ask a rogue animal attack and they think it's a bear or a mountain lion or something when really it's still a code case. They have no idea what it is that's doing it. Hmm. I think the number was 11 campers got killed from 1970 and up. I had to go back and look at that. But so I, I think because it's such an unknown area that, I mean, yeah, there's some developmental stuff going on there. But also it's woods, and we still have no idea what's fully in there. So,
2: do you think the paranormal stuff, the ghosts and all that stuff? Do you think they're any way connected to the physical things that 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 you've seen in your lifetime? Do you think those tie together? Are we talking two different things here?
1: I say it's two completely different things because I mean, yeah, I've heard stories and everything, but they're animals, and I mean we. See, out so now the corner of our eye, or we catch orbs on the camera, and or we hear bangs of a door, and
2: just your whole story, Seth, in general about how you've just seen all these things and dealt with all these things, and just interesting. It's almost like things kind of pull to you for a certain reason. I don't know to say if it's good or bad on on your side, but um...
0: and you're also proof that um, you know that you see things when you least expect it. Oh yeah. And if you're all looking, you're never necessarily going to find it, but if you're just out there. And there it is.
2: Well, well, let me ask you one more question before you let you get out of here. If you could experience anything that you've been through, uh, the Bigfoot tracks or whatever, the, the, the screams in the Bigfoot, uh, the dogman encounter, the, the panther, the the, the wampus cat encounter, or the paranormal, the ghost, the
1: man in the hat, which would you choose?
0: Bigfoot. Yeah? Call.
1: <laughs> Just because, I mean, there's more... Uh, Mystery regarding Bigfoot, and I mean, I'm still curious. On even trying to go search out for him, there's a couple places here in Oklahoma that they f- claim to have spotted him. So I mean, I'm curious to go find him here in Oklahoma and go back to Kentucky and try to do a yeah. couple more expeditions and yeah. see if I can't do uh, some more camping and try to see if I can you, uh,
0: you got some action out there in Oklahoma. Oh yeah, uh, I would start there. Well, that's Seth, what
1: I've heard. Seth, you were out
2: in, near Mount St. Helens at one point, weren't you for a while? Doing
1: uh, I went to go visit Mount St. Helens with my uh, mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and wife and kid and we stopped at one of the places that got affected and it was, uh, I think it was where one of the A-frame houses were. They got buried by the volcanic ash and um, I just happened to do a uh top, a couple one knocks and a how just uh, for kicks because i knew they had some areas in there and about the time we were getting back in the car i caught a small uh whoop off in the distance but i mean who knows
2: that's just all amazing stuff we appreciate you coming back on and talking to us no problem If you see anything else and you're out there or you head back out to the Pacific Northwest, let us know what's going on and see if you uh, run into anything there.
0: Always, yeah. Keep us in mind.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: All right, man. Well, we'll let you get out
1: of here.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you coming back.
1: No worries. All right. You take care. All right. You too. All right, All right. Take it easy. Bye.
2: All right, some interesting stuff from Seth there. Next, we're going to bring Melissa on the show. Melissa lives in Northern California and is having quite a few interesting things going on up in her area. So we'll bring her on and see what she's got to say. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thanks for coming on. Thank
3: you. Thank you for having me.
2: Glad to have you. So we were talking earlier, um, the interesting thing is you live in Happy Camp, California.
3: Happy Camp. Which mm-hmm. is
2: close to um, Bluff Creek, is it not?
3: I, I don't know where it is. It's in Siskiyou County, California.
2: Yeah, so I think you're, just, you're located a little bit north of Bluff Creek, uh, California there where the Patterson film was shot.
3: It's Siskiyou County. We are west of Wairika.
2: Okay. Is that where you grew up?
3: No, 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 no. I was born and raised, grew up in Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley, born in uh, Santa Monica, California, and uh, basically I've been all over the West, and well, here we are.
2: You said, uh, you had told us that you were into some, you do some psychic reading.
3: um. Well, I am a psychic medium, yes. You know, I grew up in and around it.
2: Right. And you've also had some encounters with Bigfoot and... and oh, yes, too.
3: sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my first encounter was in New Mexico. I was living up in El Rito or just moved to a place called El Rito. It was up in the mountains between uh, the Colorado border and Taos, New Mexico. You know, seen something on TV about Bigfoot, didn't really understand anything about it. What they played was, I think, allegedly one of the screams or whatever... Then that winter, we had a three toed uh, something come through our yard. This thing was three toed and it walked right through our yard. I'm sitting there going, Oh, this is way bigger than a rabbit. This is way bigger than, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I'm not schooled in this stuff, so I have no idea.
2: How big do you think the tracks were, Melissa?
3: I want to say maybe almost two feet long, oh I gosh. want to say.
2: I've heard about that before, not to interrupt you, I apologize. Uh, oh,
3: that's okay. Three-toed,
2: the Falk monster, uh, they always said that thing was three-toed as well. They would find prints like that. So I wonder what yeah. the heck, you know, I, is going on there.
3: I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. Nothing harmed us. So, you know, your guess is as good as mine. And right. then we come down here, and within, you know, I want to say maybe a week of being here, I noticed strange footprints in the yard. I go, look, I go, oh my God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I took a picture of this thing, and I'll send you the pictures of what I got. The footprints were about, from what we measured, again, right around two feet long.
2: Were they shaped uh, like human it feet? Was like,
3: yeah. So I had a very long stride. But anyway, and that's been going on for like months now. We have one in particular that just comes through the yard, and that's it. You know.
2: You you see the prints there, or do you actually see the creature too? Or no,
3: we see the prints. We never see anything else.
2: Yeah. Do you ever think about putting up a camera? And an,
3: uh... Yeah, actually, I want to put up a trail cam.
2: Okay. That'd be interesting. Yeah,
3: I want a trail cam.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, throw one up there and see what you see. What kind of pictures you get.
3: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I'd also like to get a CCTV camera, too. Yeah,
2: that would be See If even that better. picks up anything. Be even better. Yeah. 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 There you go. I would go for that, um,
3: too. You know, something with night vision, that kind of thing. Us ghost of, right. you know, kind of into you that. you can that
0: record stuff. on, too. Yeah.
3: And, and then to the um, my cousin was staying with us a couple weeks ago and uh, recovering from an illness. Uh, he had nowhere else to go, so, you know, that was kind of one of those things we do for family. And we were taken to this, I think, boat ramp, if you will, over by the Klamath River about 2000 feet from our door. Or was it yards? Anyway, I don't remember. Anyway, it was a boat ramp down by the Klamath and there were these huts with little circular openings made of blackberry vines, you know, that grow up out of the ground on the banks of the river. And they were up and down the length of both sides of the river. And I'm seeing, they're thinking, There's no way this is made by human hands. I mean, not that it isn't. I'm just, eh, I don't think it is. I've got pictures of that, too.
2: What did they look like? Can you describe these? They
3: looked like little round huts. Like something, I don't know.
0: How big was I honestly
3: truly don't know. I can't tell you. It could be little people. It could be Bigfoots. It could be anything, really. I, I have no idea. But these are not made by human hands.
0: Were they big enough for a person? Were they?
3: Oh yeah. Oh, they're plenty big enough for a human. Oh yeah. Hmm.
2: Did you notice sure. any footprints around those?
3: No. Well, except for Bigfoot's going down toward the river.
2: So what else is going yeah. on with you there? What 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 else has happened? What other encounters um, did you run into? Basically,
3: mainly just that, and we have like I want to say a portal on the property. I've got video of some. Something going through my trailer. I'm. On, I mean, I, I've got videos of the footprints in the yard. I've got pictures of footprints in the yard. I've got pictures of the footprints from New Mexico. I've got um, picture uh, video of the. I don't know what you want to call this, but maybe portal coming through my hallway in my trailer.
2: Mm-hmm. Where you're at, you're—I mean, you're right in a hot spot. If you didn't realize, oh that.
3: yeah, uh,
0: yeah, you're right. You're right yeah. in the middle of it.
2: I'm surprised you <laughs> yeah. haven't had a visual yet, or if not you're, to you're say I don't to.
3: want to. Yes. Yeah. I want it's to have a visual. Where
0: Believe. you're at, it's a matter of time. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that they're dangerous. In fact, I think they've fallen for my cats. I think they're in love with my cats. I don't blame them.
0: <laughs> well, maybe
2: just be careful. Maybe they're just hungry.
3: <laughs> I hope not, but you know what? Hey, I've got enough love in my heart to share, you know?
2: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, people say that, um, you know, they like to take pets. Uh, you know,
3: I don't know. There,
2: so, But uh, why do you say that they're interested in your cats?
3: Well, basically, <laughs> one of my cats, A, sits at the door and yells for hours. I mean, just... Cries and cries and cries, almost like a pitiful, come back, come back, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe.
2: Do your cats go outside at all, or are they inside? No. Oh, okay.
3: Inside okay. only.
2: Do you ever hear any strange sounds at night or uh Once screams? in a
3: while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once in a while. I've heard what sounded like a scream, and I it woke me out of a sound sleep. I heard a scream that literally echoed across the valley. And it uh, whatever this was, uh-oh.
2: <laughs> you didn't recognize it from anything you've heard Mm-mm. before? No,
3: yeah. not at all. No. Oh, wow. I've heard things like that on TV, but that's about the extent of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Does anything ever disrupt your trash or your area no, around your house no, no, or anything like that?
3: No, no, Trash is over across the road about five yards out no
2: and how long hmm. have you been where you're at living
3: i've been here since october so october okay. november December, not a ton footwork. not
2: a ton of time
3: almost six months
2: not a ton of time but you've already seen you've already got footprints so oh yeah yeah you're well on your way i would say to having uh <laughs> having an <laughs> encounter
3: uh, yeah i would like to i'm not afraid of them and when we went down to that park And we saw the, you know, footprints and all that and those little huts and all that. I literally, because I can sense the energies of things. Um, I'm very sensitive to, you know, energy around me. And I literally, I looked up in the mountains across the river. I swear, I felt like I was being watched. It's possible. I felt like I was being watched, and I told my family, look, we got to get out of here. There's something here. We're being watched. And yep. I, said, I looked around me, and I said, oh, yeah, no, we are being watched. <laughs> I feel it.
2: Do you think there's more than just one around there? you think there's a family?
3: I know thousands of them, thousands of them, maybe hundreds, but most likely thousands.
2: Yeah. What makes you say that? Just a feeling that you have? Because,
3: or? well, not only the feeling I was getting, but all those huts there along the river, I couldn't even count them.
2: Really? Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Hmm. I could not even count them.
2: And you say you have pictures of those too you can send us?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah.
2: Awesome. That's awesome. Well, this is yeah. kind of cool because
1: yeah,
2: we could correspond from time to time if, you, if you're if you seeing stuff or, or continuing mm-hmm. to see footprints. And eventually, when you do yeah, have, have a vision, you're at we could uh, we could definitely keep, you could keep us updated on what's going on there. I
3: Absolutely. would love to have a face to face because I want to you know I want to talk to one it's like what's life like for you you know what's it like to be bigfoot
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
3: you know yeah. what's it like oh, yeah. to everybody wants to know that. Live like that.
2: Yeah. What's your personal opinion about bigfoot Melissa what do you think it is?
3: Well, because I've been all over the west and I've talked to different native tribes most are terrified of them but one tribe in particular the pueblo people have told me these are our ancient ancestors never to harm them and never to you know do an um, unkindness to them never harm them never you know do anything unkind to them you know always respect them respect their space respect their territory
2: yeah, I tend to think that too. I would like to think that they're some kind of offshoot or descendant um, that branched off somewhere between human and ape and mm-hmm. created this, uh, you know, highly intelligent um, hybrid. Yeah, hybrid creature. Um, yes. I, d- I don't know that I believe that they're paranormal, uh, but yet there's something about them. They talk about so many things about cloaking or just. Um, their frequencies, how they can how they can look like they're um, mm-hmm. not there, or how they disappear right. so fast. Um, so you kind mm-hmm. of wanted that part, but I, I tend to lean more toward they're just a physical creature that has been here a long time, mm-hmm. uh, knows how to hide out in the woods and stay hidden. But as we talk mm-hmm. more and more and more, and, and as days go by, more and more people are having encounters, or like you finding footprints and, and doing the right, right thing and taking pictures and documenting them. So absolutely.
3: Yeah, um, I love these things, I and mean, I think they're crazy cool, and I would love to see one face-to-face. I'm not afraid.
0: Well, if you stay there, it's probably going to happen.
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely move yeah. to the right spot if that's what you're looking for. Uh, I'll
3: be <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so much wanting to come here. It was more or less like it was the only place we could go on short note. Got
0: any snow up there?
3: Uh, yeah, actually, it snowed what? Yeah, back in December. But nothing came through during snow, so I don't know.
2: No footprints they probably in the snow. They yeah. probably don't no. move
3: too much. No. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would be cool, though, if you guys get some cameras out there and you actually get something recorded. I'd uh, love to see that as well. Oh,
3: definitely, definitely. Yeah, I would awesome. love to. It'll take me about a couple of months to do it, but, yeah, I think I can do yeah. that.
2: Do you ever get out and do any hiking around your area where you're at, or have you been I out? don't
3: get much chance right now, no, because we're still kind of moving into our home, our lives and all that takes right. a while to sort through everything and all that
2: mm-hmm. awesome well we appreciate you coming on and talking to us melissa
3: yeah anytime and i've got a book born into shamanism and i will be updating it with uh bigfoot stuff.
2: okay what right. what got We're you interested in the uh the psychic world and the shamanism
3: um <laughs> When I was 21, things were, shall we say, getting hot, and I mean getting hot paranormally. I was seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, knowing, etc., without quite understanding where it was coming from. You know, I thought, okay, I'm going crazy, I'm going nuts here. Uh, they're going to lock me away, medicate the crap out of me. No, my ancestors from spirit sat me down and said, "You're going to be a shaman." Here we are. <laughs>
2: And what's the name of your book again? I'm sorry.
3: Born into Shamanism. Kindle Amazon.
2: Okay. All right. We'll We'll, check that out. Well, listeners will hear this, and and hopefully they check it out, too. But, yeah, we'll we'll be sure to check it out.
3: Hopefully so. Yeah. I'm going to be updating it, cross my fingers, hopefully in the next few weeks. After I get all this other stuff sorted. Yeah. I'm going to add a lot of new stuff.
2: Make sure you get those pictures to us.
3: I will. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we want to see those. Yeah,
2: and when we post your episode, we'll post them out on our group page, and people can go hear the episode, then go check out the pictures on the group page, too. Obviously, keep us updated if anything else is going on. I will.
3: I will. And, yes, to everyone who's listening and watching, I love Bigfoot. I've got a heart for critters, so, you know, if they ever want to come up and hug me, they are welcome to it. (laughs) Especially Bigfoot.
2: I'll take a fist pound. <laughs> uh, yeah, I a that
3: Bigfoots are especially welcome ball. to come up to me and hug the Stephens' at me. Okay. I love them. They probably would. It well, would. <laughs> love the squatty.
2: I can't wait till you see one and you and you send us the story. And yeah, information. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, if I
3: happen to. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: All right.
3: Uh, I did have a visual one time. One time, it was Fourth of July, twenty twenty one. We were going up to Klamath Falls to get some bookcases uh, for. Our trailer well that didn't work out so well but on the way there i saw what looked like ape like something down on all fours on knuckles you
2: didn't consider that a a bigfoot visual encounter then or i
3: don't know i don't know but it looked like an ape it looked like what i had seen on tv bigfoot ish it happened so quickly that i didn't have a chance to really wrap my brain around
2: and where was this at again
3: Uh, it was on a twelve, over by. Um,
2: it's in California, on the other side of the county. Okay, okay cool. Uh, I mean, a lot of people see these things, and you know, in your mind, you have a predetermined notion of what Bigfoot looks like. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. see these things, and they're like, "Wait a minute, that's not what I've seen in right. books. What was that?" And it probably was a right.
0: Bigfoot. Totally different than what you're expecting.
2: Yeah. And they look, we think they look different in different areas of the United States, we just like
3: people. Yeah, you know? it looked ape-like. It was down on all fours, knuckling across the road. And it looked like a shadow-type beam. It's very, very dark in color. I know mm-hmm. that. A big red truck with a camper on it and towing something. I think it was like a boat or something. Uh basically, it ran right in front. Of I'm going, oh, sh-. you know, I thought the thing was going to get hit. I'm like, Oh no, you know this
2: right. was this was in front of you a vehicle in front of you almost hit this thing
3: mm-hmm. what time yeah, of it was day? like between our vehicles
2: what time of day was it
3: about two in the afternoon okay
2: gotcha, and they talk about how fast they move it's almost like a blur, probably, especially when you're not yes, expecting it was
3: okay. yes well right.
2: definitely keep your eyes and ears open out there and uh Get oh, definitely. Get some good
3: stuff. Uh, based on that chest is a big hot spot. So, Ooh. yeah.
2: It is. Yeah, we have an episode out there. A guy named Mike uh, recorded a video of a Bigfoot walking around Mount Shasta. If you go on our group page, Melissa, if you join our group page, it's out there. Yeah, Mount Shasta Bigfoot is the name of the podcast that we did with him too. So, be sure to check it out. But yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah, I will.
2: You uh, send us those pictures, uh, and oh, definitely, definitely.
3: I'll send you guys all kinds of stuff. Okay, yeah,
0: keep us updated on what's
2: going on. I will.
3: I will. Yeah, Um, I'm just starting to have my encounters. I'm kind of excited. You know. That's
0: good. We're excited yeah.
2: for you. can't wait. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I wish we were out there. That'd be fun.
3: Hey, if you guys come out this way, I'm going to show you guys everything I'm seeing out here.
2: Okay. Okay. If we can make it out, we'll we'll be sure to get a hold of you for sure. Oh, absolutely. Let me know. All right. Take care, Melissa. Take- right, thank you, Melissa. Thanks again. Bye.
3: Good having you. Bye.
2: Seth has been through about everything, I think.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That guy's uh, seen just about everything there is to see. Lucky. I know. Jealous.
2: I can do without the ghost stuff. That's right. And then Melissa, I can't wait to see her pictures either.
0: Um, oh, I know. I hope she gets those two soon we'll, we'll so, we definitely, can, so we can get those out there.
2: Yeah. When we, yeah, when we sounds- release this episode, there should be pictures. For those of you listening, there should be pictures available on our group page. If you go to our Facebook yeah. page and then look for our group, Cryptid Creatures, ask to join. We'll let you in as long as you behave yourself and you're a good person. Right. <laughs> and you're not a sinner. Uh, yeah. No um come on in and check out we've got a lot of stuff on there I got some videos too of some big things and, and whatnot too
0: yeah we got a lot of cool stuff on there um,
2: but yeah she's up there in, near bluff creek where uh we're yeah up in,
0: up in northern california there she's it.
2: in the heart of it if she doesn't have an encounter sooner or later
0: i'll be surprised
2: if she doesn't get a camera up i'm gonna just buy one and send it to her
0: yeah no kidding um, <laughs> i might do that anyway uh,
2: maybe someday you and i can get our butts around and get over that area and Pay a visit to somebody Oh yeah, I'd love to get over there. We'll make a trip of it at one at one point over the uh, Mount Shasta. If you've had an encounter and you would love to come on and tell your story, we'd love to have you. Get a hold of us on Facebook on our group page. Brian, where else?
0: Instagram, are you? Instagram, Twitter, Reddit now,
2: YouTube. We're sure. on YouTube too. So if you know somebody too who's had an encounter, um, let us know or, or let them know about us, and, and we'll get them on the yeah. too. Brian, my friend, thanks again. Always yeah, fun. Another yep. episode in the books.
0: Yeah, yeah, always a good time. All
2: right, until next time, man.
0: See ya.